You are listening to I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. A backstage look at the creative process from the imaginations that bring it to life. Hello, Hello theater, theater family. family. I'm Travis. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to another episode of I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. So today we have a very exciting episode of I Can't, I Have Rehearsal. We're going to be talking about the 2019 Brainerd Theater and Actors Guild Gala nominations. It's a mouthful. It's a lot of words. <laughs> There's a lot of words. And Bolton, you do not need to go outside. <laughs> For any of you that heard that doorbell ring back there, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to like bell train your dogs, it's it's very efficient. But he also just brings it when he's bored and people are ignoring him. So <laughs> you never know. It's 50, Pay 50 attention shots. to me. Yeah, it's 50-50 shots going to work out. But we have a special guest to, with us today. We have the guild founder and runner of all things, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Kevin Yeager. Hello, thank you for having me here. Hello, At the everybody. helm of everything, Mr. <laughs> Kevin Yeager. Yeah, sometimes good, sometimes bad. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin is going to give us some really exciting updates on the Guild because, I mean, this is our, our third awards gala, and since the first one, we've pretty much doubled in size. At least, yeah. 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 It's uh, gotten uh, pretty big. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It took off. I know it was a small little dream someone had at one point, yes. and it became this huge thing. Yep. Mm. But that's a good thing. So. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I like it. It's fun just to kind of, A, we always complain about, oh, we never see each other, like, outside of, like, shows. It is like the one night of the year where like nobody has rehearsal. Right. Like, <laughs> That's right. Like, and if there is, like, they'll politely cancel it because this is a little more important, right. you know. So it, it it does work out. It really is good. Oh, it's, it's uh, nice. The date has been good, so we're we're gonna stick with the date. Unless yeah. You're, unless you're a fisherman. Uh, because it's always the same day as the fishing extravaganza on Go Lake. But, but that's you, earlier in the earlier. day. You can get there. So you, that's easy to. That's easy way to know when it's going to be. It's yeah. The same shower day. up. Yep, shower exactly. off, and you know, come Tomorrow up and get fancy. Get yep. fancy and have a hot meal. Yep. There you, you got go. it. You know. You got it. So, to start, Kevin, why don't you give the listeners a little bit of an insight onto like how the nominations work, how that that whole process you guys go through? Because I know you select your panelists yep. and. The first year we had three, and now we're up to like five of them to right. make it a little more diverse. Are you still looking for an, one more panelist? Nope, we have our panel built uh, for 2020, 2020? Okay. so uh, we're cool. all we're all set there. Um, well, you're asking the question that probably has the longest answer. So there's, this is there's a lot of a lot of parts <laughs> and pieces involved with uh, creating. First of all, creating the panel, then getting the panel out to all these shows, and then uh, creating a system of which this panel can subjectively. Uh, basically review all of the information that we're asking them to review, get it onto a document, get it back to us so that we can create a mathematical score and then create a spreadsheet that puts all the mathematical scores in one place to eventually extract out um, nominees and eventually winners. So, um, And it's been a challenge and, and the more shows we have and the more diversity in the shows has created new challenges for us, which we're, we're constantly you know, constantly trying to come up with systems that uh, that are doing this in a in a way that is fair and unbiased and is a true comparison of what you know of what we're trying to ultimately do. So, yeah. uh, so I'll start with the panelists. So the panelists historically kind of find me. Um, <coughs> when on the very first year, I went out and I, I sought out four individuals who 
Okay, so what I was looking for was somebody who didn't who, who went to theater and, and had uh, an affinity and 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 went and uh, you know, participate in our community theater mm-hmm. uh, as as a patron as a as a visitor, uh, but did not have a child in any one theater company, did not act themselves, did not have any type of a direct engagement to any one theater company. It was kind of what we called a, a rogue visitor, meaning they kind of saw the shows anywhere and didn't really they go to everything but they don't really know anybody correct okay correct so uh and and that was pretty easy you know the first four that we had they you know uh, i would see them at the theater and i just reached out to them would you like to do this blah 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 blah. of course at that time it was only eight shows Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, this year we did 16 so um, (laughs) it was a commitment (laughs) correct correct so it was a little bit lesser of a commitment back then but since then we've had we get a lot of people who think they want to be a panelist, mm. uh, but most of them are not a good fit because they have, you know, they act themselves yeah. or they have a kid that acts at Glapa or whatever, or they do costuming or they, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. so those are not a good fit obvi- for obvious reasons. We don't want any type of a biased, you know, person in, you know, doing this. So, so we've, we uh, try to find four people that, uh, that are, you know, love community theater. We do not want theater experts that's the other thing that we're a little that we try to uh try to screen these people for is we want because it's a community theater we just want normal community people we don't want somebody with you know a degree in theater or degree in lighting or you know those kinds of things because they'll pick those categories apart a little bit more correct and 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 the other reason for that is is we you know this is all for fun and we we really don't want this to get to a place of where it's you know, got a ton of teeth in it, and it's highly competitive, and these are experts, you know, evaluating people. Because what's an expert? You know, <laughs> exactly. Right? exactly. Exactly. We all know this is highly subjective, <laughs> and uh, it's the, the whole idea of this is just to have fun. So we get people from the community. That's what we want. We don't want experts. We just want people to just go see what they see and then let us know. Mm-hmm. So that's how we get our panelists. Uh, we also are obviously looking for somebody that's going to get their stuff turned back in on time, be responsible, make sure they get to all the shows because that's gigantic. you got to get to the shows so that you can compare mm-hmm. a lead actor from this show to a lead actor from that show. And you can't do that if you don't see them. So uh, that's a huge uh, that's a huge part of it also. Uh, so we've got our panel built uh, for next year and we're really excited about it. Uh, the panels are always an interesting dynamic to how the, the whole season goes because in seasons past, I've had panelists who just kind of tend to love everything, and they tend to <laughs> score everything real high. <laughs> absolutely, really, really high. Um, and then I've had panelists who have been a mix of high and low, uh, male and female. We try to get an age spread. We try to get males and females spread. So we try to get some diversity within the panel also. Do you have a like, repeat panelist? So if they were a panelist last year, were they a panelist this year? This is the first year where we're, we – We'll probably have a repeat panelist, but okay. it's a repeat panelist in the form of a spouse. Oh, so, okay. Yep, okay. Yep. So again, we're really picky about what they're connected to, what they're, you know, where their, you know, allegiances, you know, what they might be um, most likely to score in a certain way. And mm-hmm. if we think that we have somebody who's, you know, very maybe broad at spectrum, all biased, yeah. you, it's we kind of a no. Okay. Yeah. So I think we turned away. Around 20 this year, 20 panelists. Holy cow. Yeah, just reached out. They said, I want to be a panelist. A lot of them, the first question I a- ask is, are you planning on being in any production in the upcoming year? Yeah. Most of them say yes, in which case they're out instantly. Yeah, so, okay. Um, so, you know, we turn away a few people, but uh, 
we had three picked out right off the bat that actually reached out from years past mm -hmm. so it just didn't work out and um and they said they could do it this year so we had them and we were looking for one more and looks like we got our panel cool Good. very cool that's super cool so then the challenge is is to get these panelists out and to have them um, basically review all of the work and get it into a form of which it can be at least somewhat compared to the other work that's that they see sure so we use what we call ballots for that okay um, our ballots are are basically hand created per show so um, <laughs> the bell. We're hearing the bell. Uh, so our, our ballots are, are hand created per show, and so for you know, for instance, we have a different ballot for a musical, for a drama, for a comedy, and so forth. Okay. And the the, the ballots are intended to be quite you know pretty simple. They are also uh, intended to be. Um, they ask very direct questions, and they ask the panelists to to answer those questions as directly as possible. So, for instance, on I'll just use one example. So when we are uh, looking at leading male or female actors in a drama, one of the questions is, were the lines delivered by that actor able to be clearly, clearly heard and understood throughout the duration of the play? Oh, right? okay. So we don't ask, were they good? We don't ask, did you like them? We ask, could you hear them? Did, did their stage movement look natural or did it look staged? Mm -hmm. um, were they a f physically were they a good fit for what the writing appeared to tell them that they should be? Okay. Oh, that's neat. So we mm -hmm. we ask them very specific questions, which kind of takes out the I liked them or I didn't like them. Mm -hmm. Sure. So, um, and what the intent of that is to is to try to remove the the, the feeling type stuff from these ballots and try to put actual. Uh, you know, actual systems in place of which of what they saw, heard, and and felt with these actors. Like actual skills that an actor should yeah. have to portray their role. Absolutely, yeah. that absolutely. professionals would look at and say, absolutely. your diction well, was good. Well, now I feel even a little bit better about yep. being yeah. nominated. Yeah, yeah, your diction was good. Your body language was good. Like, your like your, your character felt natural. natural like, like it yeah. didn't look awkward. Or the stuff right? we actually work on. The correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could, could you be heard? Um, you know, could you be? Um, did, did you did your um, your movement look natural to the staging of the play? Those yeah. kinds of things. Okay. Perfect. And you know when they read these ballots ahead of time, they begin to know what kind of what they're looking for, and they take it to a realm of not just we liked them or we didn't like them. Okay? Yeah. So for stage lighting, you know, questions like for stage lighting would be, were the actors clearly lit at all times, especially when delivering lines? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now there are some plays where they are intentionally underlit or overlit or yep. know, have jazz going on, but. Uh, again, on that, we ask pretty specific, direct, you know, pretty specific questions, again, to try to extract out specifics, not touchy-feely kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. But that's like, I mean, even with like a stage lighting question, even like a staging question, yep. like that's, like, where did your actors feel, did they look awkward in the set or Correct. did they fit the set? Were they set? able to find their light? Yep. And, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And so, you know, stage lighting can be just as much a... Uh, a actor thing as the lighting. You know, if the if the if the lighting guy, if the lighting person puts the light out there and the actor doesn't find the light, who, you know, is that the actor's fault or is that? The, that, that the so there there are definitely call, some yeah. gray areas in what we do, no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's high, you know, there's some subjectivity to it, but overall, it it tends to extract out through the ballot system, in my opinion, the right type of information. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So what they do is in each question there are 15 little bubbles, and the you know uh, so uh, the first grouping of three is uh, you know very poor. The next grouping is um, below average. The middle grouping is average, above average, and then excellent. And each one has three, and then they just basically fill in those bubbles. Each bubble gets a number. So if one is a one, and a 15 is a 15, and then we add this all up mathematically, put it all into a great big gigantic nine-page Excel spreadsheet Good this year, I think. Good <laughs> Put up all mathematical values, but then we take an average. So we use all mm. of the panelists, all of their scores as an average. We don't kick out the low or the high. We combine them all together as an average. Average, and then pick, pull your nominees from there, that's and then correct. pick your winner from that's there. That's correct. Okay. Basically, that's it. Um, it's pretty fair. That's it, a system. It, that is a it system. It is kind of a system. There are a few glitches that we're working through. Uh, for instance, probably the biggest thing that we that we struggled with this year was ensembles. Ensembles give us all kinds of problems. Uh. Um, because here's how we do uh, ensembles that is different from a, a typical play, musical, uh, or comedy or drama. An ensemble, we list the entire cast, and we say, go to this play, and you get to pick the two people that made the biggest impression to you as a viewer, and then those become your uh, your nominees or your recommendations for a supporting character. We always have done ensembles as a entire grouping of supporting characters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does a couple things. It, it gets everybody kind of reviewing everybody that's in the ensemble because nobody is put in front of them. On a normal play, we say, here's your leads, here's your supportings, you watch these people and tell us how they do. Yep. But an ensemble, you get to go and you get to pick whoever you want, okay? Oh. It's whoever made a big impression to you. So cool. what what happens in ensembles that is a little bit different is... And this is just in the musical category. This uh, We only have had ensembles in uh, in comedies and dramas. We haven't had an ensemble... So when he says ensemble, he means like musical comedy murders? Correct. Uh. Like Who was the lead? Yeah, because Kevin oh, and I like were talking about that. Oh, like an ensemble cast. Correct, yeah. Okay. Because Kevin had talked to me about that show. He's like, who would you consider like supporting in leads? And I'm like... Honestly, you'd have to go straight up by line count with this one. Right. Like, Alex and the other and the one girl have the most to say. Yep. So they would like be your lead, quote unquote, if okay. you had to. But the rest of us were all this just like huge ensemble cast. We all had equal play it's, in it, everything. Yeah, and it's kind of like with Boeing, Boeing too. That I mean, there was no real lead or, or right. supporting character. We were all yeah. just it yeah. was all of yeah, us. Yeah, between you three women, it was like. That was an ensemble. It, 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 you know? <laughs> so that's what he's talking about, ensemble-wise, okay. for those. Yep. So that, they give I us a I'd lot of problems. I thought I'd ask for clarification, because I feel like there would be a listener out there who'd be like, what does it mean by Oh, yeah, ensemble? right, right. Ensemble. <laughs> yeah, ensemble all the ensemble case. musical people are like, I didn't get a nomination. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, so they present problems for us uh, for a couple different reasons. Number one is that if, you have, if we have an ensemble uh, drama or comedy, and you have two standout actors... Mm-hmm. Everybody picks those two actors, and then there is no, there's no space for anyone else to get in, and that's happened. Okay, that's happened okay. in the past. Uh, but the issue is, is then you have another ensemble where the actors are pretty evenly spaced, and then you get all of a sudden four or five people. So the the issue then is trying to combine those two together and get a fair judgment on who actually was better liked than the other because one person from one ensemble may only have had one panelist pick them where on the other one all four picked them or five or six picked them and then you try to compare those together you only have one score versus four scores as an average oh so if this one person 
really fell in love with some character that, and for whatever reason, scored them off the charts, mm-hmm. their average could technically be better than the average of somebody else who had four people look at them and critically look at their work. Okay, so that, that's the issue. So what okay. we did with that, <laughs> because we have had this play out over the cap, uh, past couple years, is we came up with a system of where if you only have one person pick you, you get points taken away from you for the three who did not select you. Or vice versa, if you had all everybody, all the panelists selected you, you, you add points to that. So, and it's actually worked out, in my opinion, to be about the right mix. So we're okay. still we're still Should still trying to it. figure it out. Yes. Yeah. The other thing that has happened with ensembles is you go to these ensembles and you think they're an ensemble, and clearly there is a lead actor. That has happened this year also. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for instance, Boeing Boeing was an excellent example. We, you know, we went seeing the show. We we originally scored it as an ensemble, and it quick we quickly realized that there were at least one or two actors here who clearly, clearly were leads. Yeah, really were a lead with ensemble remaining cast, mm-hmm. and in which case we usually make the decision to pull them out of the ensembles and then. Put, or pull them out of the supporting mm-hmm. and put them into a lead role. Oh, okay. So, right. And that's kind of how we did that. So Alex Erickson is an example of that. We pulled okay. him out of the ensemble of the... Uh, of the musical the, comedy the musical murders. comedy murders once we saw it. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we pulled him up into a lead character. That also gave the opportunity for somebody else from that cat cast. From that ensemble to be considered. Correct. Oh, okay. So, so we, we did that... You know, You're welcome, Matt Lucek. <laughs> <laughs> or whoever. Or, or whoever. So, um, we'll talk about that later when Kevin's, yeah, when yeah. Kevin's not here. <laughs> uh, so, but we're, you know, we're working on that. Other, th- other than that, we really don't have any issues. We have never had one tie in three years. Really? Uh, not cool. once. We've never had one tie, mathematical uh, tie in three years. It would be pretty astronomical that four people picked the exact same value for two characters. Uh, I just think the odds against that are pretty crazy but i will say that we have four uh four categories this year that are separated by less than one point out of a total of 60 so we've we've got a 51.1 a 51.2 and a 51.3 but separated three you know three plus you know three i'm not going to give it away but uh three different categories all being compared together i have a strong hunch that mama mia and little mermaid are involved in that i feel like it's the musical category (laughs) we had an epic year of musicals oh it's been a fantastic oh my god fantastic year as you were saying i'm like yeah i know who about two of those probably are just by (laughs) because even amy and i are like yeah it's gonna be tough for some like we don't care but like for the people the panelists were like that's tough for them. It like, is. Yeah, like, those are two real good shows. Like, like oof. If, I, I, like, I was looking at the categories, and I, like, even the one that I'm nominated in, I was like, <sighs> yeah. Oh, I know it's dumb. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. I, Everyone's so talented. I just, it is. Exactly. Everybody's so talented. And I mean, if I win, great. If I don't, I mean, all of my friends are nominated, so I'm right. happy. That's that. the biggest. Like, the over. We've, we've said it last year. We, I mean, the first year we were all just kind of like. This is so exciting. And then the next year, like, we had to just, because there's been people, there's people, I think, in the community that really put a lot into this. Right. Yeah. And I think that's cool. Like, it gives you something to work towards. Like, it's a goal. But at the end of the day, we also have to remember. We're all friends. We're all friends. (laughs) And we made this up. (laughs) (laughs) This is not some, like, globally renowned accolade you're winning. Like No. This is something that we as a community came together and we're Correct. like, let's design this because this would be super fun. Like, yep. this is not going to get you into your first Broadway show. No. 
this is not going to get you into acting school. Like, well, I mean, it, it, might, it might. I mean, it's just for fun. Yeah, it's if you spin fun. it on your resume enough, people are like, ooh, Dennis Lamerson, he sounds important. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you never know. It's on mine, just right. in case. <laughs> right, right. But, like, it's not something to get completely bent out of shape That's over. That's my biggest fear. You know, yeah, it's And always was fun. right from the beginning. Yeah. It would take a meaning on that it really wasn't intended to have. Right. Uh, that feelings would get hurt. Because all of this work that we do is highly subjective. Yeah. Exactly. So, the, ultimately, it's all about how you feel about yourself, not what anyone else thinks. And... Uh, but it's, you know, it's fun. It's fun yeah, to dress if, up. If, and if, yeah, yeah. Well, it's totally evolved because we had, the first year, we had best play. Right. And then Kevin went back and he was like, how can you, like, generally compare the act of, like, a lead actor in a comedy to a lead actor in a drama? Right. And you really can't. Like, right. there's no way you can do that. So now we have separate categories for dramas Correct. and comedies because that comparison just is harder too, to do. Yeah, Correct. it's too hard. And now we have a script in hand issue. So now we have a. This mm. year we had a uh, a play that was uh, that you know that was put on stage, which was a reader's play. Uh, oh. So this it's pr- a wonderful this life radio show. Okay. With script What's in a hand. script in hand? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're all scratching our heads, and and one would say uh, it's simple. It's a dra- It's like a normal drama. It has a set. It has everything else. The issue that w- that has was brought up with with the panelists is: is it fair that somebody who's able to hold a script in their hand? Uh, doesn't get the has has two things. They don't have the ability to act with their body, like right. like mm-hmm. other actors. Yep. So that could be considered a disadvantage, and but they may have an advantage in that they don't have to do the whole memorization of lines. They can focus just on how they sound. Right. So, can you compare, for instance, a, you know, Jaden against a, a lead actor of a typical drama, because there's there's completely different. Right. Well, and then script in hand, it, there's differences in how that could have worked out. This year, there was a radio show. So these right. people literally sat in a chair, got up, went to a microphone, Correct. read it, went back and sat back down. Other script in hands, there's general blocking involved, and right. you're holding a script, but you're still moving and doing yeah. a show right. with it that you have like general movement Oh, for. that's so difficult. It is. So, like, and then if you only have one person or one group, it's... It's you know not that fun to just be like oh here's the nominee there's only yeah. one you win best <laughs> script in hand it's a wonderful life wins everything yeah, correct <laughs> so but did you earn it like, that's <laughs> <laughs> when you're the only one standing out in your category I guess. yeah it's kind of like when Tim designs all the sets and it's like here's which one the- did they like best <laughs> <laughs> right. that's correct this is the thing though like like um, Abby and I were going through the nominations and just thinking I'm like well Tim's winning something this year yeah correct. <laughs> we don't know what he's winning, but he's winning something. Tim always stands a fighting chance in the, yeah, in the set design category. He's always out there fighting. And he does, and that's the thing. And, and and Tim is a really great example of he doesn't do it for like what we said. He doesn't do it for the award. Doesn't do it. He does it because he likes it. Yeah. And like we said, we made all of this up. Yeah, a hundred percent. One more thing before we move on, I just want to say too that uh, last year we uh, put. In some categories, we had as many as, as 10. I think our biggest one was 13 nominations. Uh, we got some blowback from that in that we f- that people felt that that was, you know, diluting down the value of uh, or, you know, the, diluting the value of being nominated. So mm-hmm. we made we made an effort this year to cut it to six to seven. Oh. And again, we looked at uh, exactly where the math laid. Sometimes there was a big gap between or big fall off after number six or after number seven. And that made it really easy for us in, in the scores. But we, right. we did make an effort this year 
have less nominees. Correct, which has advantages and disadvantages because, for instance, like in the male supporting, I believe it was male supporting in a in a musical, we started from like thirty people. Um, so <laughs> we had to. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I lucked I, out with that because like majority of my supporters were females thank <laughs> god right. but like yeah because kevin kevin reaches out to the directors and he's like generally who would you put where right you yeah. know and like the leads for that show were stupid obvious but then it was like here's 14 supporting people Correct. both male and female uh, so do could, with it, that what you will do with that what you want to do you know because it's it was a huge cast yeah right? So, so I hope people will understand that this year, you know, it wasn't that just this group of people did great work. It's just that we made an effort this year to cut the number of nominees down from last year. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You complained. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I should, I should rephrase. Your, your feedback was heard. Your feedback was heard. <laughs> right. It was taken into consideration and, and maybe and, and maybe not complained about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's never going to be. I mean, like it's never like going to be perfect, perfect, right. but it's even the Tonys be. evolve, oh, you know, yeah. and how they do stuff. Exactly. So like, yep. you just got to kind of roll with it. And again, it is all for fun. It is. And everybody <laughs> so. did great work. One thing I can personally say is that over the three years that I've been doing this, if, if you look at where we started, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would argue that the bar seems every year to go a little bit higher. Oh, yeah. A little bit higher and higher. And then also, and the, it, the Theater and Actors Guild is going to take complete, you know, uh, com- uh, complete ownership of this that everybody seems to be more connected to the theaters that are kind of out of our area but when when we started our big goal was to kind of break down the clicks that tend to happen with theaters tend to happen with theaters clc people only do this and stage north people only do that and right this. and i truly believe that one good thing that the guild has done is it has got everybody feeling like they're a part of a bigger family yeah yes seeing every you know seeing more work and the, it feels like because of that the, the bar just gets higher and higher that yeah. and i feel like the like as as an actor as the bar gets higher and higher the community is benefiting because i've had people come from the cities and say i can't believe i paid 13 dollars for that right like, oh, tons of people who went to the Chanhassen or like the Great Theater, theater and stuff. And stuff. When they saw The Little Mermaid or Mamma Mia, they were like, I, the quality of the production that yeah. you put on, like we traveled for that one and it right. was right here in our hometown. Yeah. You know, like on, for sure. Absolutely. How cool is that? And, and it was, uh, we heard a tons of times it was better. Like, yeah. <laughs> you guys were better than the Chanhassen <laughs> and you were cheaper and you were more worth it. And, and we're like, exactly. That's like, cool. I had one, I had one, I had a set of old ladies during Little Mermaid come up to me and say, because um, they saw it at the Chanhassen. They came three different times, and they're like, even though we didn't get dinner, you were so much better. <laughs> right. Yep, absolutely. And I just remember thinking, oh, it's great. It's, and, and just hearing that people are like, oh, I don't really have to travel to see great theater. That's all we, we really want out yeah, of this for sure. is where I'm at. It's like, come see us. Come. Uh, and as actors, man, we're tremendously blessed to have 16 <laughs> shows this year to pick from. Oh, to, I know. I, to audition for and to have a, you know, have a place. That's it's, it's, it's a hard day when you have to sit down and look at somebody's like season and be like, but I want to do all of that. Right. <laughs> How and do I do all of it? <laughs> to me, one of the greatest things that that has done is it's allowed space for other actors who would not have normally gotten an opportunity at roles because there's so many shows and there's so much competition now for actors. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the grouping of the higher tier actors may be busy doing this show and then, you know, one of the theater companies put, pulls a show together and all of a sudden there's room for people to kind of come out of the woodwork and get roles they would probably not have otherwise if there were only seven shows in our area a year. Yeah. Now there's 16. 
Well, and even like the expanse of the theater companies that are involved now, like, yep. had we not, I'd never really considered going to Little Falls before. No, I And then the show either. came along, and Alex and I were like, right. well, maybe we should just go audition and yep. see what it's like. It's a different venue. We've never done it. Like, let's go dinner see what they're all about. Too. And it's dinner theater. So, and then we went down. That was one of my favorite shows I did this year. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was so much fun. And not because it had nothing to do with the fact that, oh, now they're affiliated and right. I can blah, blah, blah. But it was a totally different experience. And Brainerd people, typically, like, Rhonda Schmidt, who's come up to Brainerd a few times to do shows, she said, like, not many Brainerd people venture down here. So, like, Alex and I were kind of like the toss-up, you know, when we went to those auditions, because everybody else who shows up, it's that click thing that you were talking about. All the usual suspects will show up to this thing, and they all kind of just do all these shows together. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we came in, and we're like... Wrench. Yep. <laughs> well, I, I think that's a good thing. I, I, really I think, think it's a good thing because you get you get new blood into new theaters, and it and it, it I think it forces people too because I've never seen a show in Little Falls. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the I growth. went. Yeah, I mean, growth. I went because you and Alex were in it because I know you, but it was go- like I'll continue to go see shows there. Right. Hey, the dinner was fabulous. Yep. And Shout um, out to that black and white cafe. Oh, so work. good. Highly recommend. Um, but it, I'm like, oh. There's there's more actors in different yep. places that I can I can go and see. So you're you're pulling people out of their their own environment. Never get a dog, people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're gonna have to deal with. Uh. Uh, so with the guild, um, where do you think we're sitting at membership wise? Oh. We asked you this the last time you were here, and it was it's well over 300. Uh, indi- what? Yeah, it's well over 300 <laughs> individual members and. Of course, we know our affiliate members. Well, you heard it here first. We're going to break this as the breaking news. <gasps> we have, uh, can we have, have an exclusive. exclusive. Yeah, you, you got the, uh, got the exclusive. Uh, we will be adding a new company next year. Uh, we're super excited about it. Uh, that is Little Falls Summer Musical. Uh, I don't know if you are familiar with these guys, but they yeah, yeah. They, they put on one. Sh- they're intending to put on one, maybe two shows uh, a, a year uh, at the, in Little Falls. Okay. Uh, they've got their own company kind of put together, their own troupe, and... Um, great people down there so uh, we'll oh, be I'm adding excited. them as a, it's so as a new cool. affiliate so yeah we're super excited about that so. and they did the um, the spelling bee one yes oh that last was summer. so cute yep. yeah and they had great response to it and yeah. that's cool I'm glad they're going to be involved yep Another musical to add to the mix. <laughs> that musical category is getting huge yeah, it's getting crazy so um, something that was announced last year at the gala and then I don't I don't really know what happened, but they, I don't think maybe the interest was there. Was the Fringe Fest? Yep. How did that? So is that gonna? Are we gonna try again at that, or what's? I think what's we. Our plan? I think we're going to try try again at that. Um, it's we have some date issues this year that didn't mm. that are making it a little bit more complicated than than it was last year. We had some interest. Yeah. Um, but. I think, quite frankly, all these people are busy doing shows. Uh, <laughs> so, um, oh, last summer was tough. Right. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. We're we're kicking it around. Uh, it's a lot of parts and pieces to pull together, and you know, into the to get it to even be a possibility. Yeah. To have the people in place, to have a date, a venue ready, and and, and all that kind of thing. But uh, it will be easy for us to do it. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, announce that if you have an interest in this, bring it to me. And mm. once we get a few people, then we'll we'll springboard it. Springboard so, and then try and find a date and a venue. That works for everybody. And that go works from for there. everybody. That's yep. cool. So I, I think that's kind of the, the direction we're going to go with I that. know. I had a lot of um, 
I had a few friends that had interest in it and wanted to do it because I think it would be fun to do. And even if you're doing something, it'd be something, it'd be another thing for people in the community and area. I mean, you're reaching out to people. You're trying, you know, it's another little like troop casting. Right, right. So I think that would be fun. I was a little bummed it didn't happen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was kind of interested to see what people would come up with. But oh, yeah. I know Mark Oliphant was super excited about his. Oh, my gosh. I hope it happens because I want to do that show. Yeah, <laughs> so I hope, he, I hope he comes back around with that. So we'll see how it goes. All right. And I'll announce that uh, the if, they ha- if people are thinking about doing something, they can reach out. They can reach cool. out to you. Yeah, cool. We'll get it. Well, we have to talk about the new gala location because yep. everybody's. We've outgrown Breezy Point, y'all. Woo! <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, so we're super excited about this. We, Quite frankly, we were looking for a new location primarily because of the food. So our, our the biggest, probably the biggest complaint we uh, received over the past couple of years was just the wasn't really the venue it wasn't really where it was located but it was just the the food to value kind of price now i'm not suggesting that we have that all figured out but we have at least done something yep so we set out this year and we looked at i think six or seven different places which mm-hmm. would all potentially be a good fit for for what we want to do our head count uh and about the right price and believe it or not it's really actually pretty hard so um yeah. to, to find a place that's the right value you can find a lot of places if you got 70 or 80 dollars a head to play with um, but not very many if you are trying to keep it in the range that we're even trying to keep it. So right. even going, I was really nervous about even changing the, the prices from roughly the $25 to the $35 right. you know, and what that might look like. But we looked at, uh, of course, Grandview and uh, let's see, who else did we look at? We looked at Grandview. We looked at uh, Bay Lake, um, Rutgers. Rutgers. Um, we looked, uh, of course, at Madden's, Craigans, uh, the Northern Pacific Center. Uh, so there was, we, we, we went around, looked at the events. A lot of them have the right parts and pieces. It's just the price. You know, this is the price. Yeah. It's just, you can't, we can't get anyone to just be like, we'll just sponsor the event. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, that, you know, that would be fantastic. But, uh, as of now, we don't have anybody who stepped up. Uh, so we'll put that out there. So if you, if you work or know a venue that would like to sponsor the gala, the, the Brainerd Theater and Actors Gala. Yep. We're totally for that. Absolutely. Because, I mean, well, you've got a, a 300 headcount just membership base in the guild. Yep. And it's open to the public. That's correct. So just think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like our numbers are going to be about the same as they were last year. I think uh, 150 to 170 probably attendees. Yep. We'll see. We're sitting uh, well over 100 pre-sale right now. So, And I'm sure with the nominees going out, it'll... People, yeah, yeah people... My, be buying tickets from there. Yep. You have until January 11th yes. to purchase your tickets. January 11th, <laughs> yep, uh, to purchase your tickets. It was very bold and big and in red in yep. the email, so make sure that you purchase your tickets. we got to get a head count in. That's uh, it. And that's the thing, too, with a, with a venue. You can't just, like... Yeah. I mean, I used to help plan, yep. so I know that it's, like, if you don't have a head count, people are just like, well, we don't know how much food to make for people. That's correct, yep. <laughs> Right. So... It's a, f- you know, it's a fair amount of money that's moving around, you know, to make to make it all happen. Yeah, so, yeah mm. we like to have it planned. We and unfortunately we uh, had to get rid of the RSVPs this year this year because we had a few people who RSVPed and didn't and they show. Didn't show. <clears throat> of course, we get stuck with those dinners, and so uh, right. unfortunately, we're sorry, but the RSVP thing is we're we're trying to not do that this year just so we can make sure we get everything the meals that we think we're going to pay for paid for it. So, yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, so, I mean, if you purchase a ticket and don't show up, thanks for paying for That's your a, meal. Yeah, correct. Yep. <laughs> yeah. hundred <100%. laughs> percent. So yeah, we're excited. Uh, so 
tell us a little bit about has you have you had any like a public reaction at all to the gal the change or the menu or anything like that? Uh, all positive so far. So okay. uh, we did have a couple people reach out uh, that uh, because of the ticket price uh, going up, we am very happy, thankful that we've had a few people reach out that have offered to help people pay for their tickets if you know if it's price prohibitive for them to get in. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind if if you want to go, but you just. You know, it's tight time of year and that, totally get it, uh, but you still want to get in. We do have some anonymous donors who are uh, willing to help pay for people's tickets to get in. So That's we, awesome. We appreciate that. Yeah. That's so really don't let awesome. that be a reason to not come. For Especially sure. if you're nominated. Absolutely. <laughs> so now last year, we had a special surprise host. Yep. Yes. Who brought tears to my eyes. We all right. cried. Yep. <laughs> Heavy. How's the hosting situation looking this the year? The hosting situation's all set up. Uh, I believe that the... A lot of people will be surprised this year, unless it, unless oh. somebody knows. I don't think anybody knows. I don't know anything, okay. and I don't like that I don't I know. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's I another surprise. The host is vastly different from last year's host. I'll say that. Oh. It's Laura's husband. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bolton. It's, it's Bolton. Bolton. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. This year's gal was brought to you by Bolton. He didn't even speak that often. It's going to be a quiet night, y'all. That's so funny. So the next question was any surprises, but the host is going to be a surprise. The host is going to be a surprise again. Is yep. it going to be a big old number sort of? You know, I don't know what this person has in mind, but I'm uh, sure it'll be something. Oh, sure. my oh, goodness. Okay. It's, a, it's a big personality. So. <gasps> oh, that could be anybody. I know it. Oh, I'm so pumped. This is going to be great. <laughs> so um, are we allowed to talk about what we're doing, or is that a total? What do you mean? Our, our thing that we're doing at the gala. Absolutely. For oh, that. yay. So this year, Kevin reached out to us, and I Can't Have Rehearsal is actually sponsoring a new award Yes. at the gala. They're doing a Lifetime Achievement Award for for the guild this year, and Rachel and I are going to have the opportunity to meet with the person and talk to them and present that to them at the gala. Yeah, and I got a little bit of their backstory, and it's like, this is, it's a hard award to choose one person Absolutely. for. Absolutely. Yep. So Yeah, when you brought that to me, I was like, what's the selection process like <laughs> <for> that? <laughs> right. There's a lot of people in this area that have been doing uh, this a long time. Exactly. Right? So I mean I, I can't imagine like even the the some of the people that we reached out to I've reached out to to get information about the person who's getting the award. I'm like Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we had a lot of people that, because I reached out to a few key people that have been around a long time and got names. This person's name was on every single person's list. I'm like, ah, we'll start here. Yeah, why not? Why not? Super cool. So yeah, that's going to be a new little thing that we get to do. We're very excited. And yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of exciting for our little podcast to get to sponsor an award and yeah. So you get Thank to you. so bit. you get to hear the Hello Theater family at right. the gala. Yeah, we gotta come up with a script. I know that has we, to be in we there. We have to get off book, Rachel. It's coming. <laughs> we have like almost less than a month to get off book for this. You guys Are gotta, you worried? <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's what we do. But I'm just you saying. Got to keep it under 45 minutes. Too, yeah. So. Oh, got okay. it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I gotta start making cuts. We thank you for that, though. That's gonna be awesome. No, we're excited to do it. So. Yeah, that's really cool. It's a a fun little thing for us so we're more than happy to involve ourselves i love uh, any stage time i can get (laughs) (laughs) counted on the resume i presented this award i was up there for four minutes (laughs) award show host yeah (laughs) Yeah, i can pull alex's like two truths and a lie i once hosted an award show (laughs) 
shout out to my roommate. <laughs> Roundabout ways of winning games. <laughs> God. All right. Well, any other last questions for Mr. Kevin before we return him to? No, we just want to. Should we plug the gala date? It's yeah, yeah. Uh, January 25th. It's at Craigens. Uh, you can get your tickets at Eventbrite. If you Google Here's it. the thing. Mm-hmm. Go on to Facebook.com. Yep. Search the Brainerd Area Theater and Actors Guild. There There's a MailChimp link right there. Click it. Buy your ticket. There you go. That's <laughs> the way to do it. Cool thing about these tickets, too, is like if you're a millennial, Gen Z, whatever person, or a tech-savvy person, like my ticket's in my Apple wallet. Right. Ready to scan. <laughs> I don't have to bring no paper. I don't have to do anything. I just say, here I am. Boop. Yep. Let me in. I'm sure there'll be a big list, though, that they'll just check us off. Yeah. Well, I mean, still, that was that was fun for me. When it was like, <laughs> do you want to add your gala ticket to your Apple wallet? I'm like, we bougie. <laughs> we add tickets to Apple wallets and Google wallets and stuff now. Look at us go. So no. cool. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of the, you know, a lot of the things that people uh, are used to from years past. We'll have our uh, red carpet kind of thing going on. Oh, are we going to have a photographer again this yeah, year? Yeah, we're looking at uh, we're going to have uh, the backdrop there so people will be able to take their own pictures, which a lot of people do anyways. Right. They made their own albums, that kind of thing, but uh, yeah, we're also talking to a couple of photographers to see if we can cool. slide in and Get them. put an album together for all that stuff. Oh, so, that's awesome. Uh, that's we're awesome. going to have music there, a DJ the full time for music, and then uh, all the karaoke stuff will be set up there if somebody wants to grab it and run so if we don't no big deal but uh, nice. we'll have that full setup uh there uh, from those guys as well so. there might be a little surprise in store from yep. some of the boys right. you know we're we're planning a couple things <laughs> yeah, <we're not. laughs> we've been planning it since like february oh <laughs> uh, yes maybe <laughs> ah, ah, there might be some surprise performances this year guys mm-hmm. make sure to purchase your ticket january 11th so here's <laughs> two things i want to throw out just to you to okay. keep on the back burner for next year just right. in case yep. as just as an advocate for the for everything you're doing two things one i think a lip sync battle contest is yes. something we should in- incorporate because yes. that's <laughs> that's great and that gives people who maybe are too afraid to sing karaoke the ability to just move their mouth but right. not have to worry about their voice <laughs> That might inhibit some more participation. Well, here's the thing, too. Like, I don't sing as well after I've had a few glasses of wine as I do as if I've had a liter of water. So. (laughs) And another thing that we had talked about a few, like, we've talked about it before. Yeah. Other people have talked, just hearsay. Mm -hmm. And we're going to put it out in the world. And another award idea, maybe, would be, like, best ensemble in a musical. Mm, like a, I see. Yeah. yeah. Like see, just I don't know how you would work, but just like throwing that out into the universe because a lot of the times, you know, we talk about like the supporting roles, yep. the lead roles and stuff like that. But sometimes the ensemble carries that show. <laughs> they're the hardest working people in that show. Yeah, they you are. Know? Absolutely. You get an ensemble role and you're thinking, oh, oh I mean, obviously you have like best play, you know, best comedy, best drama, Music, best, best musical. And, and that's that one way them, that the ensemble But to separate them out yeah. and give the ensemble their moment yeah. would be super cool to yeah. see. So maybe something and to think about easy. for 2020. I think it'd be easy to create a system to do that. So yeah. yeah, maybe something to think about. Something to think about. Thought we'd throw it out. More yeah. awards. We, everyone likes that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More trophies. Right. <laughs> I mean, trophies you don't take with you. Right. But no. I appreciate the little piece of paper that I got. The little nice little cardstock. <laughs> Mine's framed and hung up on my wall in my room. There you go. <laughs> I wake up every morning, look at it, and say, I am affirmed. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> at one point. Even people at all my sons were like, I just can't see you as anything other than Igor. I'm like, well, you need to break that stereotype because I'm right. about to make you cry. <laughs> so you did, though, too. Go get away, get away from Igor because I'm coming in hot with George. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we can do other things that make you laugh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, Kevin, thank you so much thank for being you, thank here. Thank you. 
We're yeah. really excited to attend the gala this year. I know we all are planning our outfits and yeah, everything that's accordingly. That's part of the fun. Oh yeah, I got I got suspenders coming from Russia. <laughs> My dress is coming from the Ukraine. I'm hoping it's here in time. If yeah. not, I'm gonna be making a fast purchase somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But before you buy stuff on Etsy, people make sure you know where the like the starting location is because I still don't. I bought it like a month ago. Yeah. And my stuff is still stuck in like Moscow. <laughs> so, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're going to take a quick little coffee break here because we're recording in the morning. Yep. So we can I'll give this to you guys today. Today. And uh, then we're going to come back and review all the nominations. And Rachel and I are going to give you our predictions Ooh. of who we potentially think the winner might be. Remember, and some are really close. I, I know. I read some of them and I was like, that's dumb. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how they go pick that. That's real. Like best supporting male in a musical. I was like. <laughs> that's, tough. that's rough. That, well, that's drama is tough. I'm going to tell you, was... Alex was shocked as hell <laughs> when he saw his name in the lead in a musical category. Yeah, that was one of the other ones where we we talked a little bit about that, where we weren't really sure. And then once you know, once the panelists saw it, they're like, no, this this one should be bumped up. Because we originally, uh -huh. we originally uh, reviewed him as a supporting in mm -hmm. that role. And it became pretty obvious after seeing it. <laughs> We're sitting in Frozen 2 last night, like before it happens. And I'm like... You got lead in a musical. He's like, what? <laughs> Abby had hand. the same reaction too. She's like, uh, me? It says Abby Kilbuck? <laughs> yeah, girl, you a, you a nominated actress you now. You a nominated actress. Yeah, she worked for the bourgeoisie. And <laughs> <laughs> says so she got to somebody's ear. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. So we're going to, as we said, we're going to take a little break. This is normally, maybe, potentially, where we would have a sponsor break. Yeah, so if you want to open your wallet and give us our money, <laughs> this would be the spot where you would have your ad read. Exactly. But until then, you're going to listen to Darkness. <laughs> there might be a little break music. Maybe I'll be fancy. Ooh. <laughs> Rachel's going to edit things in. I can. I have so much time now, now that we have this we bougie setup. We should record just like an improv <laughs> that we can drop into here. We'll, we'll, write, we'll write a script. I'll get on we'll, it. We'll get on it. All right, you guys. We'll be right back with the nominations and predictions for the 2019. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks right. Kevin, for Thanks, being Kevin. here. Thanks, Kevin. Hello, I'm Travis. And I'm Rachel, and we're here to talk about a real affliction that affects tens of community theater actors every day. Do you or a loved one suffer from post-terrific show depression? Do they sit quietly in a room and break the silence with a rehearsal tracks? Are they constantly quoting lines from the show, even when they aren't relevant? Are they incorporating pieces of their costume into everyday attire? Do they randomly break into song whenever a sentence or phrase includes a piece of a song lyric? For a mere $40 a day, you can help a community theater actor cope with this crippling affliction. Every donation helps a community theater actor wrap themselves into a blanket burrito, takes care of a Netflix or Disney Plus subscription, and provides junk food until their next audition. For more information or to donate, please visit ICantIHaveRehearsalPodcast.com. This is a fake commercial. Donations are not accepted, but please still visit ICantIHaveRehearsalPodcast.com to learn more about the podcast. And, and welcome we're back. back. <laughs> welcome back, guys. Kevin has left, so now the tea can be spilled. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do no tea. 
No but tea, no shade. <laughs> Rachel and I are going to just run down the nominations for you guys. There are 25 categories <laughs> this year. <laughs> just a modest 25 There's categories. a modest 25 categories. So if you were looking for a super-sized episode of I Can't Have Rehearsal. Here it is. <laughs> Today is the day. <laughs> insert Fortnite dance here. Please don't insert a Fortnite dance. Wow, we have young listeners. We have to insert the Fortnite dance. Do you know how many Fortnite dances I see on a Fortnite regular? should sponsor us. No. Okay. <laughs> what? We're totally the same. Uh, okay. No. So um, last year, Rachel and I just kind of went back and forth. And then if we were in a category, we're just going to s- have the, that person read that category. Yeah. Um, or the other person read that category. Yeah. So you know what we could do, though? Why don't you take all the male stuff and I'll take all the female stuff? Okay. That way, that we, way never we, hit we, that. we never hit that. Perfect. So Sounds we'll just go perfect. every other until we get to the acting and I'll take the female category. You take the male. Sounds perfect. Sexual. Sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Let me screw up to the top of this um, Bible I have here. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you want me to start? I have it, I have it pulled up. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you go first. All you right. Go. So we have nominees for the best stage lighting in a comedy are Brainerd. I'm going to abbreviate. Please and thank you. Okay. Brainerd Community Theater is BCT. Great River Arts is GRA. GRA. Uh, stage North Theater Company is, we're just going to call it Stage North. Mm-hmm. GLAPA, already already abbreviated. Dumb. So just, we're going we're to get that off. Off and then the we'll table. call this Lamplighters. Yeah, and Lamplighters. Because they're in there, too. Yep. So we have BCT, Ben Kent, for the complete works of, of William Shakespeare Abridged. BCT, we have Heidi Eckwall for Boeing Boeing. We have BCT, Ben Kent for the Sunshine Boys. We have Gra, a Great River Arts. Uh, Jonathan, is it Wickman? Is that the, how you say his last name? I would think, yeah, I think so. Okay. so Wickman, Wickman, something Weichman, like that. Wickman, Wickman. I'm sorry, Jonathan, if you're a listener of the podcast, please write in and tell us how to pronounce your last name. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. So Jonathan for Harvey and Gra, Mickey Morstead for Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. And then Stage North for, oh, it was just a Stage North Theater Company for stepping out. They had a whole company doing all mm-hmm. the lighting. So Rachel and I are also going to give you our petitions mm-hmm. uh, here of what we think is going to happen. I have to tell you a funny story about this one, though. Mickey was our director for the Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. Yep. And he wrote last night because Jessica, another nominee you'll hear about later, was nominated for her role. And he wrote, I know these nominations are bullshit because somebody nominated me for lighting. LOL. <laughs> and I was like, Mickey, what do you mean? That blue lighting in the blackout scenes is a stroke of genius. And he was like, uh-huh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. That's what drew them in. And I was like, you're so funny. Oh. So I'm... This is hard because here's the thing with these shows. There, there's a lot of static lighting. <laughs> They're all pretty much static lighting. I'm going to go with Boeing Boeing because... Bias. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bias. Uh, because Heidi added a little touch that I wasn't really thinking of, but every time, and you had to really be paying attention kind of to the set, which was hard because there's a lot going on. Um, anytime there was a different stewardess like in the apartment... The lighting changed color. So for that was true. So for like me, Gabriella, my uniform was red. It had a little bit more red lighting. Um, with Marin, with Gretchen, there was yellow lighting, and then Emily. Oh my gosh, I can't remember her character's name now. I feel bad. 
Oh, I can't either. Ah. It's something, isn't it like an S? No. Sil- mm. It's not Sylvia. It's no. um. I. Kirst- Jessica. Two partikadak. Partukadak. Balikna. Balakna. Shout out to all you TikTok users out there. Balakna. Balakna. Um. Um, but with Emily's character, it was blue. So I, my prediction is Boeing, Boeing. Okay, cool. I think I am going to go, I am going to, I didn't see Harvey, so I can't really comment. I know, I didn't either. Um, I didn't see the Sunshine Boys either, so I can't really comment. So whatever I saw, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go with Stepping Out. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to go Stepping Out because they had... You know, there were a lot of light transitions in that, and then they had to go to like the big final number. Oh yeah, with, and oh, design some special yeah, lighting around that's that. Very true. And they had like the star thing in the back, like the star curtain and stuff. If I remember correctly, yeah, I, think, I think it was a star curtain. A star. Cur- or no, there were mirrors. They had the mirrors that refracted the light and everything. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I think I am going to go with Stage North for stepping out. Okay. That is going to be my prediction. And we're gonna plow through these guys <laughs> yep, we're gonna plow through these i'm writing down our predictions so when we do a recap episode mm-hmm. uh we can see how rachel and i did mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right so next up we have best stage lighting in a drama we have stage north uh with mark orline for dr jekyll and mr hyde we have bct heidi ekwall for all my sons uh we have stage north mark orline for the snow queen we have bct heidi ekwall for a few good men and the Lamplighter Theater, Mr. Kevin Olson with It's a Wonderful Life radio show. I didn't see the radio show. Um, oh, this is hard because I really liked what they did with the lighting for Jekyll and Hyde. See, I didn't see Jekyll and Hyde, but oh, I, have a, it was, I have a feeling that it was really good. It was, it was, it was like the perfect amount of moodiness and like right. it just like it was a little tweaky changes uh, when. You know, Kevin switched, you know, from Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde. Like, it was a nice, like, I don't know if a lot of people noticed it. I, I do as a theater person. Just right. Like, I love tech things. Like, mm-hmm. I love little tech, tech pieces like that. But also, Heidi did a really good job with A Few Good Men, too, as well. Like, the mood lighting for that was... Yeah, was well, really and the zoning she had to do for that, oh. where these, like, things took place to darken people and then light them at, you know... yeah. Because transitions were tough in that because you're because you we were in the black box in the black box and yeah. we we're coming in from all certain areas so and we needed like a little bit of light to figure out where we were going mm-hmm. zoning was muy importante muy importante um that was gonna be mine I was I think it's gonna be a few good men mm. I'm gonna I'm go a, with Heidi for a few good men I'm gonna go with Mark for Jacqueline Hyde because I really liked what he did with that okay I'm gonna write that down. All right, so the nominees for Best Stage Lighting in a Musical are BCT, Heidi Eckwell for Mamma Mia, Ke- uh, Gloppa, Kevin Jensen for The King and I, Gloppa, Briona, am I saying that right, Briona? Yeah, Briona Hogg. Briona Hogg, okay. The Adams Family, Gloppa, River Curtis slash Kevin Jensen for The Little Mermaid, Lamplighters, Kevin Olsen for The Wizard of Oz. I did not see The Wizard of Oz. I did. <laughs> I did. You did. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I was there. <laughs> I took it in. 
Um, I'm biased. I, I'm gonna be biased. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Just because I was there for five nights in a row till two a.m. working on those lights with those people, I'm going with the Little Mermaid. I'm gonna be biased. I'm gonna say the Little Mermaid as well. Because my hard ass work needs to be. <laughs> I know. I know how much work went into that lighting, and uh, God bless. <laughs> mm. Bless up. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bless up, Thank guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm going with the Little Mermaid for that one for sure. Um, okay, so we have the nominees for best costuming in a comedy. We have. Bra- Ooh, is that her? Yes, that's her new. That's her. That's her new last name. It's Krautbauer. Krautbauer. Okay, got it. That's how I was gonna say it. But thank you for the thank you for the uh, the confirmation. You're welcome. Because I would have felt real stupid if that wasn't it. <laughs> so we got BCT Don Krautbauer for the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged. We have BCT Don Krautbauer for Boeing Boeing. We have BCT, Don Krautbauer for the Sunshine Boys. Uh, we have Great River Arts with Great River Arts nominated as a company for Harvey. We have Great River Arts, Lindsay Derry for the musical comedy Murders of 1940. And we have Stage North Theater Company, Heather Pearson for Stepping Out. Oh. I'm also going to go with um, Stepping Out again. Just for the costumes at the end. Oh, I suppose. Here's the thing. Because there's though. a lot going on there's a, there. There was a lot going on. Um, and there wasn't also, we're a little biased because we love Heather. <laughs> we do love Heather. We love her very much. Now, like, because, like, the, the the Shakespeare one for me, it was a lot of, like, prop costume. They all had, like, a base costume. Mm-hmm. But then everything else was, like, props that they were bringing in and off as they were going through but all that's of a lot of costumes shows. that you had to pull. A lot pull. of costumes you had to pull. Uh, for sure. Yeah, I'm still going with Stage North for I'm going to go with Don with the, uh, the complete works of William Shakespeare. Okay. Well, that's we that's where Heather, I'm at. Step out. And we got Don for Shakespeare. Shakespeare Bridged. I will nominate and see who wins at the end of the Rachel and I are going to have a friendly little competition. We'll highlight the winners that we got, and yep. then we'll see how we did. See how we did. We'll, we'll cal- uh, tally a score. Um, let's see here. So we've got Best Costuming in a Drama. We have Stage North Theater Company, Deb Binda for Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. BCT, Sharon Hartley for All My Sons. Uh, Stage North Theater Company, the Stage North Theater Company, they did it as a company for the Snow Queen. Uh, BCT, oh my God, I'm nominated. I missed this one. (laughs) Yes, you are. You are nominated for costuming, sister. (laughs) I got nominated for costuming for a few good men. The shock and awe. This is an actual <laughs> reaction, people. This was not rehearsed. I did not think I was going to get nominated for that one. This is a real thing. <laughs> oh, my God. She's so happy right now. I'm like, I'm like. She giddy. I'm shocked. She giddy. I'm not <laughs> giddy. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very e- easy slash hard show to cost. Mm-hmm. Then we had Lamplighters, Fred Rogers for It's a Wonderful Life radio show. My prediction was you, because <laughs> I just know what the hell you went through <laughs> trying to do all of that, but yeah. also all but of also the costumes sh- in the Snow Queen, and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I saw pictures, like, those were, like, era-appropriate. They were era-appropriate, so that's hard. Like, that's a tough category. That was a tough category. If you have to pick one, I mean, if you're going by sheer volume, Snow Queen... Yeah, if we're going by there. sheer volume of costumes. Uh, 
And I'm sorry, I didn't see It's a Wonderful Life radio show. It was, I mean, they all looked very nice, but they were all just, it was era appropriate, but they had just a single costume for. You know, like the there wasn't a costume that. change. Just really. like, you know, men in suits, women in, you know, dresses in... of, of that appropriate era. Okay. Kind of a thing. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, I don't think that we, they ever posted any photos of people in costume. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think I'm going to I think I'm I'm going to go with you for a few good men. Thank you. Just because I know what you went through and there were a lot of different body types. <laughs> but you had the costume. Some of those body types have changed as of late. <laughs> Just saying, I have gotten a lot smaller since then. <laughs> I'm on a diet. I'm going to go with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay. Because I really liked those costumes. Miss Gibb for I, Jekyll and Hyde. I just I feel like I can't. I mean, I pulled I pulled military uniforms. <laughs> That's it. Still, there was like patches and right insignias and all that stuff that you came up with for that. So. Well, that was just um, shout out if if I if I win, Lori Yeager needs to come up on stage with me. Will you drag her up there? I'm gonna drag her up there because she helped me. She helped us get into the the military museum at Fort Ripley, and and the the gentleman who helped us there too as well was was very kind and and made sure we were we were well informed as far as um, what patches went where and how you know bars and everything as far as that was concerned. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So next we have Best Costuming in a Musical. Nominations go to BCT, Sharon Hartley for Mamma Mia. Um, will you let him out while I yes, read I these? Let him out. <laughs> you bell ringer, you. Oh my God, you're so cute. Quiet. Um, and then we have Glapa, Janet Salute. Salute? Uh, for The King and I. Glapa, Sarah Jo Armstrong for The Adams Family. Glapa, Sharon Hartley for The Little Mermaid. And the Lamplighter Theater, Jeanette Evans and Cindy Denning for The Wizard of Oz. Now, this one is very tough because there are a lot of musicals this year. And there are a lot of really involved costumes in said musicals this year. So, I know personally for The Little Mermaid, we had six women. <laughs> up to seven women at any point in time working on costumes for that show. Here's the thing. It all came out of Sharon's brain. Yeah. Very true. So, I mean, again, I think I have to be a little biased, but just with the uh, sheer volume and we're, we're making sea creatures, we're making princesses, we're making sailors, we're making chefs. Like, I have to go with Sharon. A lot of she made from scratch, A too. lot of that was scratch. Well, a lot of that was scratch out of Sharon's brain and then just a team of assemblers. So, I, I have to go with Sharon for The Little Mermaid. Yep. And I think we're in agreement. She's robbed this that. year. I'm going to cry. I know. Between that and Mamma Mia, I'm like, you I'm going to cry. Not to downplay any other costuming that has been done in the past, but... Sharon, I, Sharon just really deserves this. Yeah, she works really, really hard. And she I works just... herself into like a stupor. <laughs> oh yeah, like the phone calls that you can get just with like needing to talk somebody down a little bit because of panic. Yeah, and it's because she cares so much about it. She wants it to look good, and she wants to do a fantastic job. Like my constant reassurance for Sharon is just twenty feet and squint, Sharon. Twenty feet and squint. Because mm-hmm. that's how far away a lot of people are. It's twenty feet and squint. If if we can see it, fine. Right. We are literally, I'm inches from your face, or I'm inches from you as a costume, but that audience member, 
is not going to see you till after the show. All the bright lights are on and nobody looks good under fluorescent lighting Correct. in their costume. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to give it to Sharon and the rest of the team over for The Little Mermaid. I mean, and the help that they provided. Yeah. If, if that one happens, I hope all y'all head up there I and stand behind her. I think she's going to demand us all yeah. on stage Because anyway. that was a total team effort. But, yeah, I got to go with Little Mermaid on that for Little, sure. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, best scenic design in a comedy. Did I skip a cut? No. Nope. Oh, yeah, right okay. Uh, it was BCT, uh, George Marsalik. I hope I'm saying that right. Marsalik, yeah. Is it Marsalik? That's okay. how they say it. Or Marsalik. Marsalik. Damn it. Mm, I think it's Marsalik. I'm going to go Marsalik. I'm going to go. They're like our, one of our best friends. I know. We're terrible people. We love you, Laura and Georgia. <laughs> and Juniper and I'm, unborn fetus. Uh, unborn <laughs> And a little, I think it, they're having a boy. A boy. They're having a having boy. Having a boy. Congratulations. Congrats. Um, so George Masalik for uh, the complete works of William Shakespeare Bridge, uh, BCT Tim Legeld for Boeing Boeing, BCT Tim Legeld for The Sunshine Boys, uh, Great River Arts Tamara McClintock. Tamara. Um, Tamara. 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 I'm sorry, sweetie. For Harvey, uh, Great River Arts with Rich Kimmerl. Kimmer Kimmerly. Kimmerly. I'm sorry. Uh, I murdered your last name. Uh, for the musical Comedy Murders of 1940 and Stage North Theater Company, Mike Anderson for stepping out. I'm going. I'm going Boeing Boeing because that set for yeah. Boeing Boeing was everything. Yeah, I'm going with Boeing Boeing too. That's where I was at. It's a Tim set. I'm, I, I don't mean to be biased, but Tim sets are Tim sets. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. It was a real good one. I mean, but, you know, all of Tim's sets are really good, so it's a little. Silly. Tim puts things in sets that you, as an audience member, don't even notice until maybe you 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 pimp on up to the stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we tell him that we're like Tim, nobody's gonna notice that. No, no one, nobody can see that from the audience. Well, I know, but it's just the touches. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So you have the nominees for Best Scenic Design in a Drama. We got BCT, Mr. Tim Legeld for All My Sons. We have Stage North, uh, Dave Ostrowski for The Snow Queen. BCT, George Marsalek, A Few Good Men. And The Lamplighters, Mike Kincaid for It's a Wonderful Life radio show. I gotta go Tim Legeld for All My Sons. Yeah, that's where I was going oh to. Oh my gosh, that set was beautiful, stunning. Beautiful. Stunning. And like, there, like even the little touches, like the little leaves that were stuck on the on that part of the roof that, mm-hmm. that was there at just yeah, 10 the out of details 10. and stuff 12 out of 10 Tim. on yelp 12, <laughs> 12 out of 10 on yelp so we got to go with that for sure all right so now the nominees for best scenic design in a musical are bct tim legel for mama mia it's all gonna be tim pretty much Except for Lamplighters. Except for Lamplighters, because Tim hasn't reached that far yet. Tim hasn't hasn't reached out that far yet. So we have Gloppa, uh, Tim Legeld for The King and I. Gloppa, Tim Legeld for The Addams Family. Gloppa, Tim Legeld for The Little Mermaid. And the Lamplighter Theater, Mike Kincaid for The Wizard of Oz. Oh, Mike, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I feel real bad for Mike Kincaid I don't in this know. category. I just, ugh. That's a lot. That's um, a lot. It's going to, to me, I mean, it's just kind of like, I know Tim's probably going to win it. I just don't know for what. I think that with sheer volume of set pieces, Little Mermaid was probably the hardest of all of these. His biggest show. I would maybe have to say. 
But Mamma Mia was also like beautiful. And, and so, so was, was the Adams. King of I, and so was Adams. And they were like, all so good. They were all so, and so well done, and just and I. To be fair, for Mike Kincaid, I did not see The Wizard of Oz. I know you did. But I, did. I did. It not was see. it was a decent set. Okay. It really, really was. It, it was a lot of like blocks and moving pieces that they would like flip over, and it would be something else. See, I kind of like when stuffs like that. Yeah, it was. I don't know what you call those in math class. You know, when you like move stuff around it becomes a shape and then you move it all around it becomes something else it a was polygon like, yeah poly it was like te- like a tetris polygon set and okay. then there were like fake trees and and stuff like that and like a house that came out and all that all that good stuff but i uh, i mean i guess i'm gonna go with a little mermaid because i directed bias. it <laughs> straight bias i'm gonna go with mama mia because that set was dope <laughs> oh i literally just wrote little mermaid in your category because i thought that's where you were going oh. but apparently we're not synced yet up this morning nope. okay mama mia got no, it i'm gonna go mama mia got it okay so now we have best choreography in a musical this worked out perfectly just going back and forth back and forth so now we have um bct amy borish for mama mia glapa stephanie white the king and i Glapa, Michelle Gonzalez, The Adams Family. Glapa, Amy Borish, The Little Mermaid. And Lamplighters, Brian Stryker, The Wizard of Oz. I gotta go Amy Borish, BCT for Mamma Mia. Ooh, you go Mamma Mia again? I'm, I'm going Mamma Mia again because there, I mean, there was a lot of dancing in The Little Mermaid, but there was a lot of like group, big group dancing mm-hmm. in Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. That voulez vous number. That voulez vous. <laughs> Uh-huh. 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 Okay, so... Well, it's going to go to one of the two, I think. I don't know. I know Adam's Family was good, though, too, with like yeah, with, with the, the tango. tango and stuff like that. Michelle did a really good job with that. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. This is... See, this year is epic, and yeah, it's hard. it's hard. It's so hard. And to be... I was involved with... All like of, like all a of. like a little well not in three of the five <laughs> I was involved with three of the five. Oh, well I'm just gonna do the thing that everybody thinks I'm gonna do and just go with my show because <laughs> you're biased. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and give the people what they want. All right, so now so everybody can gripe about me behind my back and I'm not gonna care <laughs> because we're doing this for fun. This yes, is all for fun. And I'm very proud of the sheer. I'm very proud of both Mamma Mia and Little Mermaid. They were my two favorite shows of the year that I was involved, involved with. with. Yeah. You know, to get to direct The Little Mermaid was a dream. And I just think the sheer, I'm going by sheer volume of cast. We had double the people in Mamma Mia that Amy had to choreograph yeah. and bring together in like Kiss the Girl and Under the Sea. And kids. And that tap number. Oh, positivity. Yeah. I just think the sheer entertainment value of the choreography read differently in The Little Mermaid than it did in Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia was still fabulous and super entertaining to watch. Yeah. But I just think there was more... There's a little bit more for More you. volume and more for me when I was watching The Little Mermaid. Than there was in Mamma Mia. Yeah, and taking the bias out, out of, it, of it. You know, just... Yeah, because, I mean, I love the tango touches, and I love the, the actual, like, ballroom-style dancing that was in The Addams Family. I really liked that. But, again, I have to go with... It's hard. It's so hard. So now we're moving on to the actor categories. This is what you people were here for. This is what everyone's here for. (laughs) 
So the nominees for Best Supporting Male Actor in a Comedy are Travis Chappoo for Roger Hopewell and Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. Matthew Luchek. Luchek, thank you. Michael Kelly, Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. M.S. Bernard as Al Lewis in Sunshine Boys. Mark Orline as Jeffrey in Stepping Out. Mark Oliphant, Bernard, Boeing, Boeing. Aaron Trumpeter. Yeah, that's how I would guess. Trumpeter. If I'm saying it wrong, Aaron, please please feel free to correct. Uh, Dwayne Wilson in Harvey. Ooh. I don't know if I should do no, this No, you one. can't do this one because you're in this one. Okay. We we agreed that we weren't going to, to, to comment on comment on the ones that on the categories that okay. we were nominated in. I'm gonna write in a guess silently. You, you write in your prediction silently. I'm gonna put an asterisk next to it to know that I was nominated in that said category. Okay. Doesn't mean I'm necessarily picking myself. I just don't want to like wage an opinion. You don't want to wage an opinion. Oh, that's hard because I love. I really liked what Mark did with Bernard. Bernard? Yeah. Mark Oliphante. Mark, Mr. Mark Oliphant. I, I did. He. T- there are so many like little nuances and things that. And here's the thing. I loved your Roger Hopewell. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I loved him. <laughs> he wasn't hard to create. I'm not gonna no, lie to you. I, I, yeah, it was a very typecast. Well, give me a Chinese fan <laughs> and some sass. I'm good to go. <laughs> I think that's why I'm. I'm a. Because you played yourself a little bit, and that you were funny. You were I, very I, funny. I played me on heroin you, is what I played. You played you on some cocaine. That's yep. what you played. <laughs> was I on cocaine? Tune in next week. I <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Allegedly. 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 Oh, funny. Okay, so now we have the nominees for Best Supporting Female Actor in a Comedy. We have Brie Karen for the Berta in Boeing, Boeing. Maren Goff for her role as Gretchen in Boeing, Boeing. Jessica Shear, which her name is spelt incorrectly, oh, no. uh, for Hersa Fensel in the musical comedy Murders of 1940. Jana Johnson for Vera in Stepping Out. Melissa Peterson for Bernice Roth in the musical comedy Murders of 1940. And Molly McAllister for Ruth Kelly in Harvey. I didn't see Harvey. I didn't see Harvey either. So we can wage guesses in here. My guess is Marin. Because <laughs> I've never cry laughed harder <laughs> in my entire life. She was everything to me in that show. The chap on the horse! <laughs> the chap on the horse! I can't find, find my, my loofah! <laughs> oh my god. I've Every time I use my loofah, I start cry laughing because I just <laughs> think about her. And it's everybody else here was wonderful. Jessica is one of the like nicest, most wonderful people in the world. And she her, was so good. Her deadpan is just perfect. It's on point. Her girl. deadpan comedic timing is everything you'd want it to be and more. She is on point. Um, but. I gotta go with Brie. I love the dry humor of Bertha. Oh, and, I do too. And Boeing, Boeing. It isn't easy. It isn't. It is. <laughs> Loved that. Greetings and salutations, friends. <laughs> no, I think I think may it's probably gonna be either one of those two. Uh, if I have to look, but I don't know. I didn't see Molly. Molly could have been I know, fabulous. And that's and Molly could have been fabulous. So I, I I feel bad that I have to discount that one because I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. She could have been hilarious. Yeah. All right, so best then um, next category. So we have the nominees for best supporting male 
actor in a drama. Go to M. Howell's Ford, Sir Danvers Carew, and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Joseph Ledford Utterson and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. John Matson as Dr. Lanyon, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Connor Nichols, Richard Enfield, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Scott Lucas, Colonel Nathan Jessup, and A Few Good Men. Travis Chapu, George Devers, and all my... Is it Devers? Devers? Mm-hmm. Devers? Devers. Devers. And all my sons, and Mike Paulus, Jim Bayless, uh, all my sons. This category is hard for me, and you can't... I can't say anything. You can't, can't say anything. I wrote my guess down. Um, and I saw everything, so this is... This is the first category where I've seen everybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything in Dr. Jekyll. I felt oh. awful. We were, we were performing musical comedy murders at the same yep, time. And you, and you just didn't have an opportunity to... Didn't have an opportunity to get in there. a break there. to go see it. Um, everything, all three of those shows were fabulous. Um, very well acted. Very well done. And... Oh, this is hard. Hello, coffee pot. I was like, what's happening? The warmer is now shut off. Um, I have to, it's either Scott or you as George, because Scott's Jessup was really, really good. It was. It was really good. He was a... No one else had a chance at that role at those auditions. No. Scott walked in and we were like... There it is. <laughs> wow. Package it up. <laughs> put a bow on it. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, but you made me cry as George. So I did. You did. You like. You hit the. The. Oh, that means so much to me. Actually, you, you hit the 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 button. Um. Can I pick two people? <laughs> I can't decide. I can't decide between you and Scott. I'm. I, that's literally a toss-up for me. I'll give you one toss-up. Okay. You get one toss-up. So we each get one toss-up. And you have used yours. Uh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> that one was too hard. I'm sorry. That is going to be that. I am not going to reveal my guess, but I have an asterisk next to it. Okay. So we have the nominees for Best Supporting Female Actor in a Drama. We have Kat Jordan for Diana Carew. 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 Carew in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. We have Natasha Karst. Karst. in As Pauline in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. We have Abby Kielbach as Lydia Luby in All My Sons. Andrea Anderson as Sue Bayless in All My Sons. And Barb McColgan as Grandma in The Snow Queen. <sighs> now, I didn't see Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yep. So I don't know. Because I have to... But from what I saw... I am. Oh, this is hard, isn't it? I'm going with Andrea. I'm going with Andrea for Sue. I'm gonna go with Natasha for Pauline. Okay. She did a very. See, you saw it, so I saw it. I saw it. I gotta. I, I. I gotta go with Paul. I gotta go with Natasha. And Abby, we love you. She is just shocked to be nominated. <laughs> yep, she is. She is a nominee. We love her so much. And this was, here's the thing. I want to give a little shout out to Abby for this. Yes. She auditioned for that show per my instruction. (laughs) 
Because she was like, I don't know. I was like, just get in the car and let's go do it. <laughs> like, if you don't get cast, you don't get cast. But at least then you auditioned for something. We had to talk her into this. <laughs> yeah. We literally had to force her into it, really. There was no talking into. We forced her hand. And when she got cast, she couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And this was her first, like, quote unquote, actual role with, like, yeah. speaking a character, like, yeah. with dialogue. And, like, there's a little bit of a backstory between me and her in that show mm-hmm. that you get to see. Helen was everything for her. Helen was her character ensemble name, character. ensemble <laughs> character name. She dubbed herself in Mamma Mia, and she had the time of her life in that. Yes. But this was the first time that, like, part of the story, like... Included her. Included and hinged upon her yeah. her acting ability. And this was her first big show like that. Yeah. And her first drama ever. And she did so well. I'm, I'm so, so proud, proud of her. her. <laughs> I'm so proud to call her one of my top four squad. <laughs> Squad member. Squad member 2.0. She is the reason for 12 out of 10. <laughs> she, she is 12 out of 10 on Yelp. Always. 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 So I'm super proud of you. And you know what? If they call your name during that, I'd be more, we'll cry. Than, I'd we'll be more than happy to cry with you. <laughs> because that you will cry. And that's, uh, I just, she I just will, know. She will because she's super emotional and I love that about her. <laughs> I just know. Okay. Next. Okay. So nominees for best supporting. You are nominated again. You can't I know. I can't speak, but um, I'm going to write so down my guess. The nominees for Best Supporting Male Performer in a Musical, Josiah Sexer, Flounder, The Little Mermaid, Patrick Kennedy, Chef Louis, and The Little Mermaid, Jacob Denning, Scarecrow, The Wizard of Oz, Jesse Brucher, Harry Bright, Mamma Mia, Travis Shabu, Shabu. Shabu? Um, it's, Shabu. I got Shabu. Up, <laughs> I got up early today, guys. Uh, Travis Shabu, Bill Austin, and Mamma Mia. Eddie Binda, Lucas Beinecke, The Addams Family, Nolan Reynolds, Scuttle, The Little Mermaid. What you thinking, girl? Your boyfriend, your best friend in the same category. What's going to happen here? You got both your BFs of different qualitels in the same category. Mm Mm-hmm. I gotta go with Patrick Kennedy and the Little Mermaid. Pat, <laughs> I did not expect that. Way to go! Do his chef Louis kill. It is real good. I mean, it was different every night. But it, exactly, it was. Different. I love you, Patrick, but stay consistent. <laughs> That's the one note I can give you as an actor: stay consistent, girl. That's all I can say. I gotta uh, go with Patrick. I'm sorry. Alrighty, here we are. Oh, my God. This Why is the first category I have to abstain from. This might be my toss-out. Oh. This might be. I got to read them out loud and see how I feel. So, we have the nominees for Best Supporting Female Performer in a Musical. We have Miss Rachel Klein as Sebastian in The Little Mermaid. We have Lizzie Ordmeyer as Ursula in The Little Mermaid. We have Sharon Hartley as Rosie Mulligan in Mamma Mia. Liz Davies, Tanya Krejim Lee in Mamma Mia. Andrea Anderson as Alice Beinecke in The Addams Family, and Jen Anderson as Grandma in The Addams Family. This, to me, is single-handedly this the might, hardest category this year. This might be that category that is just like... What oof. gonna happen, y'all? Oof. What gonna happen? So, oh, mama mia, I tell you what, and that's the whole brick-a-chinka-tunka. Rachel has to abstain, so this all lies upon me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put an asterisk here, and I'm going to have you write yours in for me. 
I don't have an answer. You don't have an answer? I don't have an answer. I, I'm sorry, guys. Ugh, she can't, she, so she's totally abstaining. I'm totally abstaining. We are writing a not applicable in here. You can write a not applicable in that category because, oh. Okay. Oh. Ahofalufa. I, good gracious almighty, this isn't okay. I love Jenna's grandma. I, oh, I acted against Sharon as Rosie. And you and Lizzie, holy crap. Oh, my God. I'm going with you. <laughs> I'm making hard and fast decisions. I'm making hard and fast decisions. I don't have an opinion. This is the biggest category. It's going to be the hardest one. If I had to try to pick somebody, which I'm trying to do because I don't want to use a toss-up, Yeah. I'm just going to go with you Okay. for Sebastian. Not out of bias. Not just, out of bias. Just you out of, saw everything. I saw the amount of work she put into that. I campaigned for that role. She for campaigned hard months. for it on the podcast. <laughs> and I just think that that would be a nice little bookend to take home the certificate for that for it, you after all honor. of that it's stuff. An honor. Honestly, though, I can really say like this category, it's an honor to be nominated and the other nominees in my category are some big, big names, and they work their butts off this year. So, big time. shout out to you, big ladies. This category time. is hard, and whoever wins, I love you all because y'all my friends. <laughs> yeah, that's craziness. Okay. All right. So we have next category is best leading male actor in a drama. So we have Nick Corey for Lieutenant Daniel Caffey and A Few Good Men, Alex Erickson in for Chris Keller and All My Sons. Emma Spinard as Joe Keller, All My Sons. Jordan Friedel. Did I say his last name now? Friedel. Friedel. I'm sorry, Jaden. I know you listen to the podcast. Um, Jaden Friedel for George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life. And Caleb Pence for Kai in The Snow Queen. I was talking to Alex about this one last night. I was like, dude, you're screwed. You're up against that cute kid. One of your friends. Two of your friends. <laughs> Three of my friends. Three of your friends. And I'm friends with Michael, too. I mean, these are all... I mean, the other person I don't know on a personal level is Caleb. Yeah, but he's, but... like, 11. <laughs> <sighs> this might be where I use my actual toss-up. I gotta go with M.S. Bernard. His Joe was very well done. Mm -hmm. His Joe was very well done. And he was another one that made me cry. Oh, my God. No explanations. <laughs> no explanations. We're going to move on. <laughs> just going with Alex. There's a backstory. All right. So we have best leading female actor in a drama. Mm -hmm. We have Miss Carla Johnson for Ann Deaver in All My Sons. Maren Goff, Lieutenant Commander Joanne Galloway, A Few Good Men. Rebecca Timmons, Kate Keller, All My Sons. Jaden Went, Gerda, The Snow Queen. Liz Davies, The Snow Queen in The Snow Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this one is easy for me. I'm going to go with Marin. Mm. Because I know the mental <laughs> the, the, state the that she had to get to skill. and how much work she had to put into that. Yeah. I'm gonna, to get I, that right. I'm going to go with Marin for, for, uh, for Joanne Galloway and a few good men. I know she worked her, like she talked to everyone. She had... 
I don't want to say that she had a hard time, but she had a hard time trying to find the headspace mm-hmm. to be uh, Joe. Mm-hmm. And she did a marvelous job with it. So mm-hmm. hats I was off. very proud of her. I, me too. Hats off very to you, proud Maren. Of her. She's a wonderful, dear friend of both of ours. She does comedy like back of her hand, no problem. She's like us. Comedy is like, <laughs> comedy give me a character, no, I can build it. I can do it. You know, dramas are harder uh, for us all. Yeah. If We're you're, just not the forte. Here's the thing. if you're, I've found if you're really good at one, one kind of niche, like, musicals or comedy or anything that that's where you get stuck and you stay so Mm -hmm. it was it's we all had an opportunity this year to kind of break free of that yeah a little bit you know and we built down our we broke down our own our own stereotype and our own barriers by putting ourselves out there for stuff and we were all given some sort of opportunity to explore that other side of us and it was i'm very grateful for it oh 100 percent. i'm very grateful for it because it showed me that i you know, I could do it. It showed me that I could do it, and I was able to show other people that I could, regardless of people coming up to me and saying, I can't see you as anything other than Igor. You were just so great in that. Mm-hmm. I love that character. I love that show, that cast that will stay with me for the rest of my life, yeah. but it's not going to define who you are as an actor. Who I am as an actor. And hopefully, you know? now that you've done George and things like that, like you can you can sneak out of that. I mean, I had people come up to me after the show and say, you should you should do more dramas. You were very... You should do more dramas. And I was like, I, I cried. <laughs> I, cri- I cried when you hugged me. And I'm like, I was so... Pr- I was, Afterwards. I'm so proud of you, though. Like, I, I was so worried about it. And I'm just glad that it read. And I'm glad that Patrick was able to help me... Get to that point. Get to that point and that point of, you know, stuff. But, yeah, I think I was I was the Marin and all my sons. Yeah. For a little bit. Because I was like, oh, I don't... But then you, you eventually found it, and she nailed it. And mm-hmm. I just, yep. I got to go with her on that. I got to go with Marin for Joe. All right. So the nominees for Best Leading Male Actor in a Comedy are Patrick Spradlin for Willie Clark in Sunshine Boys. Brad, is it Busey? I, uh, I would guess so. Um, I'm going to go with Busey. If it's incorrect, feel free to, to correct us. Uh, Elwood P. Dowd in Harvey. Nick Corey in The Complete Works of William Shakespeare Bridge, Shane Karen, The Complete Works of Shakespeare Bridged, Mitchell Dahlman for Robert in Boeing Boeing, Alex Erickson for Eddie McEwen. Did I say that right? McEwen? Yep, McEwen. Uh, for The Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. This is another category. Another hard one. <laughs> I'm going to go with... I'm just saying the first syllable of all blah, blah, names. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I didn't. Okay. Protect, protect, protect. Um. My gut. Do you want to know my gut? Hmm. My gut is saying Mitchell. Oh, for Robert. For Robert. <laughs> he was real good. That character was real good. I enjoyed Robert immensely. I enjoyed acting opposite of, of Mitchell and, as Robert. <laughs> he does the uh, awkward, uncomfortable real well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, my gut is saying is saying Mitchell. And I didn't see Harvey, and I didn't see Sunshine Boys. Truth. So, I got to go with Shane Karen for Go with Shane? <laughs> she I knew it was going to be one of them. So I knew it was going to be one funny. of them. He was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that show was side-splitting. Oh, Absolutely side-splitting. So, so good. 
All right, so then we have the nominees for Best Leading Female Actor in a Comedy, the shortest category of them all. Smallest, yep. We have Brie Karen, Complete Works of William Shakespeare Abridged, Rebecca Simpson, Veta, Lewis, Simmons, and Harvey, and Jenny Kiffmeyer, Mavis, and Stepping Out. I'm giving it to Brie. Yep, Brie. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> I'm giving it to Miss Brie. And Brie. again, we'll preface, we didn't see Harvey, but... Sure, it was great. Oh, I'm sure it was great. I'm sure Brie it was, was great. funny. Can't tell. All right, so now we have the nominees for Best Leading Male Performer in a Musical. We have Jacob Hansen as Prince Eric, The Little Mermaid, Kevin Boyles for Sam Carmichael in Mamma Mia, Ben Gordon as Gomez Adams, The Adams Family, Jesse Brucher, The King in The King and I, Alex Erickson as Sky uh, in Mamma Mia, and Dalton Ebnett, Fester Adams. The Adams Family. That, those. Okay, this is another category that's like, I have a lot of friends in this category. <laughs> I know, and I can see where like Kevin's stuff came into play because Fester is like, by any obvious mean, Fester is a um supporting yeah character in a musical. Mm-hmm. But when there is too many in the supporting, you drop one down, like you said. I'm going with Jacob. No explanation. Don't need to. It's 2019. I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> I mean, I loved Kevin's creepy Sam. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Does Kevin listen to the podcast? <laughs> Kevin Boy, I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think he supports from afar, but that's, you know, whatever. Ben was good too as Gomez. I know though. Ben was so good. His as comedic Gomez. timing as Gomez was great. Uh, <laughs> Every time I see Jesse though, and he like shows up, I just want to go hoo hoo hoo. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> he did so well with the king. Um Oh God. I'm gonna give it to Jacob. My prediction is Jacob Kay. because of his epic consistency every single night. Yeah. He like I can't hear her voice. Like I, I can stand the the Broadway recording of it mm-hmm. and Jacob. <laughs> yeah, he nailed that song. That's it. And it, to to preface this also, I had to come on and bring Da Funny in under the seat after he nails her voice. Right. And I'm like no pressure. Nope, not at all. None at all. None at all. None at all. So. All right, well, we're going to go with that. All right. Oh, jeez, and crime me. I'll get out. Here we go. Okay, so the nominees for Best Leading Female Performer in a Musical are Sylvia Borish, Ariel, The Little Mermaid, Maisie Judd, Dorothy, The Wizard of Oz, Amy Borish, Donna Sheridan, Mamma Mia, Kate Davis, Morticia Adams, The Addams Family, Nicole Rothner, oh, Wednesday Adams, The Adams Family, Sylvia Borish, Sophie Sheridan, Mama Mia, and Carla Johnson, and Anna Le- Lenowitz, Leon Owens, Leon Owens as the from The King and I. Crap on a cracker! Like Jesus. We said it. These. This musical cat. These musical this categories. Musical category hard. This is- Epic. It is fucking lit AF. We went hard on the musicals this year, y'all. Hard. Great. Let's just round of applause for 
anybody who was part of one of these musicals, musicals. this year, just give yourself a roll. Some of us were part of multiple. Yes. <laughs> Some of us did three of them. <laughs> oh, just nutballs. Um, it's so weird having Sylvia and Amy in the same category. I know. And I'm going to tell you something. Macy Judd. She was the best part about The Wizard of Oz. Really? Mm-hmm. Between her and Jake Denning as a scarecrow, uh-huh. they, Killed they it. carried that show and carried it. Oh. Killed it. Macy has such a beautiful voice. When she started singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow, I was like- Did you get a little teary-eyed? I was like, bitch, did you eat Judy Garland? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I thought she went and like, sucked on her carcass or something for a little bit to like embody- some Judy. Like, that shit was spot on. <laughs> it's like, the fuck? <laughs> and Jaden was like, I know. I know. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, she made the right, because she turned me down to be a sister in the Little Mermaid. And I was like, I understand. She made the correct decision. You made the correct decision. <laughs> I will never discount you for that again. I was a little salty at first. And Libby was a little salty about it, because if Macy was in it, Libby would have just got to dance like she wanted to in the background. But... Nope. Macy turned me down, and I was like, okay, Libby, you in. You in. I need you to suck it up. And thank you, Libby, for taking that role. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so, so much. Uh, holy. Team Arista forever. <laughs> I, and like then you have Sylvia for Sophie and Ariel. Yeah. So it's like if you go with Sylvia, which role? Which Sylvia did you prefer? And, and Kate's Morticia was spot, spot on. On her presence and everything. Her presence, her demeanor, the manner. Same mannerism. with Nicole's Wednesday. Like her acting in that was freaking fantastic. Ugh. Oh my god, Carla was that that role was written for Carla. It couldn't have been more her, perfect. Her her demeanor and everything in she that, and her voice for those songs too, because Carla has one of those classic tone voices. I know. And I forget that Carla can sing. And, and I feel because she don't do it that often. She doesn't. Because she was afraid credit. to do musicals. She's afraid to do musicals. And Carla, you need to do more musicals. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Hundred percent. You have a beautiful voice. Yeah, this like, is a beautiful. stupid category. I don't even know that they should just all get something. <laughs> <laughs> they should all. There should be a freaking like seven way tie here. <laughs> uh, is that how many there are? Yeah, seven. There should be a seven way tie uh, for this category. I feel like that's another one of those categories. Like this. Like these leading female and best male and supporting for musicals, I, I bet you they're like in a tenth of a point of each other. Mm-hmm. This is one of those categories. categories. I guarantee this one, your category, and then he said there were like three. I'm guessing it's this category. Yep, my your category, category and best musical. Yeah, I, Those are the three yeah. that I'm like, they are a decimal point away from each other. I feel that. As far as scoring that. is concerned. I feel that. Oh, my God. Part of me, as far as. Do we you, have to make a decision? No, we kind of do. Do we? You have to pick because you're not in this one. I you know. have to pick someone. I, I, can, I still have my toss up, uh, but I'm trying to save that for something else. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Kate. Going with Kate? I'm going to go with Kate cause All right. just because. Love she that. really worked, and I know Donna was like a a bucket list role for Amy, and a, a coming out of retirement role, role for, for Amy. Amy. She had been on the stage in thirty years, or something like that. Something <sighs> stupid. I, my pick, because I've I've already used my toss up between, uh, but that that's mm. who it would really be between between Kate and Amy, <sighs> is where I would boil it down. But I'm 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 gonna go with Kate. Uh. 
balls. I'm going with Amy. There, we ended our toss up. <laughs> oh, I'm going with Amy, and I, I'm sick about it. I hate that category. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to watch it happen. I'm just going to be like, okay, tell me when, tell me when the person's up there. You're I'll just, just like, look up and see who <laughs> it is. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, I'm I mean, just, and like. I pick Amy. Amy could give a shit laugh. <laughs> I know. So could Kate. She think they don't care <laughs> at all. They're just like cool, like salad. But Amy is vocal about it too. She's like, whatever. <laughs> like I'll be super appreciative, but like when we leave, I'm gonna leave the same person. Exactly. You know, like it does not matter. All right. All right, going on to the next category. Are we are we almost to the end? Yep, we have just the three categories left. I'll say. All right, so we have the nominees for Best Comedy of 2019. We have BCT, The Complete Works of William Shakespeare Abridged. We have BCT, Boeing, Boeing. BCT, The Sunshine Boys. Great River Arts for Harvey. Great River Arts for Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. And Stage North Theater Company, Stepping Out. I'm going with Shakespeare. I'm going to be biased. I'm going to say Boeing, Boeing. <laughs> it was good. There was no need to apologize about being biased for that. I'm just, it was I'm a great show. I'm going to be biased. I'm going to say Boeing, Boeing. Great, great show. Okay. Oh, I love that you get to read this category. Fucking hate this. The nominees for Best Musical are BCT, Mamma Mia, Gloppa the King and I, Gloppa the Adams Family, Gloppa the Little Mermaid, and Lamplighters the Wizard of Oz. This is where I'm using my toss-up. Oh, are you? It's either going to be Mamma Mia or Little Mermaid, and I don't know which one. I, I just I, I know it in my gut that it's going to be one of those two. I just, just with the sheer volume of freaking attendance at those two. They, those two. Should we boil? Is that what we should? No, let's not boil it down to that because a lot of people did a lot of good work. A lot, of, yeah. I mean, people did a lot of great work in all of these shows, and yeah. they were all very well attended. Yeah. Like, well, most of them were very well attended. One of them wasn't as great, but still a wonderful show. It's still a great show. Uh, <sighs> oof. Oof, oof, oof. Yeah, I'm using my toss-up between Little Mermaid and Mamma Mia. Oh, I should have saved my toss-up. Mm-hmm. You should have. This is where I was I was like, I gotta be cutthroat in the beginning because I don't know. And now we're picking a whole show. Yeah, now we're picking a whole show. You know what I mean? <sighs> you can do it. You can do it. Hard though, Travis. I know last year was so much easier because it was just like the obvious young Frankenstein, <laughs> like the it's obvious young Frankenstein, young Frankenstein answer it. for everything. <laughs> like if you had any doubts, you could just default to that show. But <laughs> was your stopper? Uh, I'm gonna go with BCT, Mama Mia. Mm-hmm. It was. It's very hard, but I guess so. I gotta go with Mama Mia. No business. No, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. All right. And then our final category. The nominees for Best Drama of 2019 are Stage North Theater Company, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, BCT for All My Sons, Stage North Theater Company, The Snow Queen, BCT, A Few Good Men, and The Lamplighter Theater, Lamplighters Theater, It's a Wonderful Life radio show. I'm going with all my sons. 
I'm going to go with a few good men. Done. Oh, we did it. We did it. We predicted. We Those are probably are predict- dead wrong in a lot of areas here, folk. Yeah, but, but you know what? Um, I said what I said. <laughs> again, like this, and if I hope nobody is taking like Critic- f- criticism, offense, offense or, or anything, anything to this. Like Every director, choreographer, set designer, lighting designer, tech person, ensemble actor. member, actor, leader, supporting whatever the work that you guys all did this year, fan freaking tastic. Everybody should be super proud of everything that they did. I mean, 100%. we had there's first time directors in this. Like this was a kind of a banner year for like Stephanie and I. We both directed our first like full scale musicals. Yep. And these people like we have actors in categories that like we helped get to the points that they were. Like I mean, banner year. Banner year. Banner year for a lot of this stuff. Epic. It's a big year for theater in the BLA, y'all. No pressure for 2020. (laughs) No pressure for 2020. (laughs) None. (laughs) Nope. There's some shows picked. There's some shows picked that haven't been announced. There's all kinds of business happening. All the business is happening. But the musical thing already, I mean, we know stuff coming up. Like, oh, God. If you thought this year was hard. (laughs) You need to wait. Wait. It's coming in Like, 2020 was like, hold my beer. Yeah. Don't think I can top it? Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, hold it. For sure. All uh, right. So those are our predictions. Have a fun little time, you guys. You can do the same. Um, yeah, maybe go through and, like, circle and send us your predictions. And Maybe that's, you know, just, if you want to share your predictions with us, feel free. If you don't, if you just want to, like, let's start make a, a conversation. Yeah, if you want to make a comment about any of the categories yeah. or like, you know, wish best wishes for people. Yeah. Anything, let's just keep it positive. Let's keep it positive. Cuz that's the whole point of these is to have a fun evening, positive energy, celebrating one another and the work that we've all done this year. Exactly. So, if you have something negative to say, go somewhere else and say it. This is not the place for you. Goodbye. We don't have time for your negative Nancy attitudes. No, we do not. Because everybody did a phenomenal job this year, and mm-hmm. it was so wonderful. Nothing should be discounted. It was all hard, grueling, fantastic work. Exactly. And like Kevin said, it was a 16-show year. Craziness. That's huge. So shout out to everyone straight up stepping up their game and continue to keep stepping up, continue to keep working, continue to keep you know, Maybe continue to keep stepping out. Oh, I'll go home. But don't. Come on. There was one pun in like a two-hour podcast. It's called growth. I'll go home. I'll go home. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm not on brand. I don't. <laughs> the game. I know. Pun. I know. But it was a good one. It, you have to give it to me. I suppose. You I'll give, give it to you. Well, All producer's right. corner is dead this week because we used up our producer's corner for last for for next week. For next week, because <laughs> we recorded that podcast first. Um, so make sure to leave comments, comment, because so I can comment on your comments. Yes. Um. So to end the show, of course, you can listen to all these wonderful episodes by going to I can't I have a podcast dot com, and you can stream right from the website or. You can download for later listening. Of course, all the links to our personal social medias. If you want to follow us on the gram, on the books of face, on the tweeters, 
all of it's we out be, there we out there it's great you can also subscribe to us on itunes and spotify please 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 there is a link in the description for um to follow us on apple podcasts actually i should change that to apple podcasts instead of itunes because itunes doesn't exist anymore right but um, you guys that's super important super like, super important that's for, where a majority of our like our viewing as far as like the podcast community can come from, that's where sponsorships can grow. That's where a lot of people will default to for like reviews to see we're trying, how we're doing. We're trying to get, a, we're trying to grow this, this listener base. We would mm-hmm. eventually like to, you know, have the opportunity to do live shows yeah. and things yeah. like that. So your ratings will put us in front of other people that are listening to theater based podcasts. Um, mm-hmm you know, on their like suggested podcasts for you kind of things. The more ratings and stuff that we have, the better chance we have of getting viewed by other just random people scrolling through their phone. Exactly. So please take some time. If you're not an uh, an Apple podcast user, just to go out there via the link, leave a description, create a username. And then if you want to go right back to Spotify, we get it. We get it. But it really does help us out. And we would super appreciate that. I understand Bolton. You want to come inside. (laughs) Give us two more seconds. Just two minutes. Um, and then make sure to leave us some comments. I sp- we're, we're pulling comments from everywhere, guys. We're pulling them from Facebook. We're pulling them from the website. If you want to leave a comment right on the website, we get those too. Right. Um, 100%. 100%. So, and on final note, uh, go get your tickets for the gala, January 25th. January Selling 25th. fast. Please, um, as Kevin has said in his multiple emails and Facebook posts, Please, please, please purchase your ticket by January 11th. Headcount is crucial. This is a plated meal this year, so food is going to be... Headcount is crucial. Decided by headcount. So if you don't get your ticket on time, you're not going to eat, but you're still going to pay for the money. Exactly. And then here's the thing, too, as well. Um, If you do find that the ticket price is a hardship, Kevin has reiterated that there there are anonymous donators out there who have decided to you know help people pay for tickets so don't right. let the price of the ticket scare you out of coming to the gala because we want to see you dressed in your finest girl exactly so get Ladies, out there ma'am. reach out to him if you need the assistance it is there for you it'll yes. be completely anonymous if you reach out to him it's not gonna be publicized that you needed the assistance so don't no, feel like so don't. you're asking for a handout by doing it that's why it's there come and enjoy the night with us <laughs> look at this All right. We need to wrap it up so we can come inside. All right. Thank you for listening. And and we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Oh, my God. That was hard. Supersized podcast. Right. (laughs) I Can't. I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. Born from the imagination of Travis Shapoo. Edited and produced by Rachel Klein. Brought to you in part by Squarespace. And scene.